Good evening, everybody. Happy Thursday. Tim Bip Live is back in action. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a great week. I need to turn my mic up a little bit, don't I? Yes, I do. That is so much better. I uh, hope you guys are ready to talk about what's been going on in the in the, the world of bourbon this past week. And, and then some a little bit, too, because uh, we haven't caught up on news in a bit. Uh, we're not going to do quite what we, we used to on the podcast, but at the very least... Um, wanted to kind of bring stuff back to being more topical with the the live streams and not that you know the it wasn't topical with the St. Paddy's Day stuff but just just figured just figured that we'd uh structure ourselves a little better here on Thursday evenings and I want to say thank you so much to everybody who is watching right now and if you're watching on the replay thank you so much hit the like button if you haven't already subscribe to the channel all that good stuff follow on social media <laughs> Clifton the Bourbon Bites is here uh, or he stopped in at 525 in the afternoon and said is this a new Mario Kart track or a distillery I don't know what to tell you bud Miss Emily Chambers is here Good to see you, M. Darren. Darren, I hope to see you this weekend in Louisville. Bill's asking Scotch? Yes! I'm going to be reviewing Monkey Shoulder tonight, so stick around with uh, for that. So, peeps, what's up with you, Donnie? I hope you're doing well. I will get to the Papa Ritter House update here in just a bit. What's cracking with you, Bill? Let's do the dang thing. Let's do it. Tony bag of donuts. Had a little bit of a donut today. It was nice. Sugar Kitty says meow. And I say meow. Right back. Uh, it smells a lot like cats up here. Don Nishida, all the way in Hawaii, says, I purchased my airline tickets to 10 Bip Weekend 2023. It's getting real. I'm glad you. I'm so happy that it's getting real for people. And uh, Don, I'm glad you've, you've got that booked as well mr tony baravides i'm here for the pancake i'm gonna get banned on youtube for saying that i feel like donnie also says mash that like button click subscribe and ring that bell and choose all so you get notifications and you don't miss a thing that is true you should do all of those things uh and if you would like to you can also support the show uh, either by heading to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month, or you can tip via StreamYard here live on air. Your message through StreamYard will pop up on screen right up here, much like the Twitch bots did uh, last week. We ain't over yet. I feel that. I feel that. All right. Well, I haven't poured anything yet, so I think we need to do that before we go too far. Uh, but first item on the agenda is going to be the Blue Run Spirits Distillery reveal, uh, which I am so excited to talk about. Got my liquid death sparkling going. 
And I don't want to go too high proof because the monkey shoulder's what? 86 proof, so we'll we'll probably keep it a little bit lower. But that being said, uh, Turkey 101 never hurt nobody except for the people that are hurt in college. Um, in which case, I'm sorry. But as for me and my house, we shall drink the turkey. Uh, I'm going to have to get a new French oak finished bottle finish, er, uh, going soon. Shauna Marie D. Hello, Shauna Marie. I don't think I've seen you around here before. She says, cheers all. Cheers to you. Glad to have you in the chat. Subscribe if you haven't done so already, but I also just want to give a very warm welcome to the new folks who stop in here uh, because that's what we're about. It's a big old family. There's always room for more. That The bed's bigger than... Uh, uh, the one that all the kids in Cindy Lou Who's family sleep in. You know what would have been a better reference? The grandparents in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's how big it, but that's only four people. I don't know, man. <laughs> that gum. Well, it's been a, it's been a very, uh, interesting day here for, uh, for This Is My Bourbon podcast as, as well. Uh, Partially self-inflicted, partially not. Um, partially, I have to oh, say say some thanks to uh, some dear friends as well. Uh, I'll start with really cool stuff. Uh, I think this might have been the first and only shout-out uh, that the podcast has ever gotten on Bourbon Pursuit, and that was courtesy of Fred Minnick's Above the Char. It was from a question that I asked him on Twitter back in January of 2022, so January of last year. Uh, hello, Scott. Good to see you, buddy. And I uh, he he said everybody should go look and listen to the podcast. We've actually picked up a couple new patrons today. Uh, had somebody just edit their pledge as well. Uh, so thank you for that. Those thanks will be coming on next week's main episode of the podcast, which of course you can find in the main uh, podcast audio feed or the video version here on. Uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, Donnie says, timely. Yes, that was uh, a very, very timely uh, response that uh, Fred had to my question. But uh, regardless, it was it was very nice of him to do that. And be so kind, too, about saying, hey, if you haven't already, go listen to Timbip. Go follow Perry. Um, just super nice. Uh, and And just made my my heart happy. <laughs> Anthony Atterrieta says, F your trains. Oh, good stuff. This is the only thing I've had to drink so far today. Not true. I had a beer with dinner. This is the only whiskey I've had so far today. Also, shoot. This is a good little showing here this early in the show. Uh tonight as well uh while we were at night as soon as i brought it up this happens every time it was showing on my screen that there were almost 20 people here now it's down to 16 come back <laughs> please uh all the support we could we could get uh is much appreciated so uh we'll go ahead and get into this first bit of news and i figured too uh that 
in this case, uh, it just kind of made the most sense to share share my screen with it as well. It's a very visual component. It's a very visual thing. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about just the, the structure and the organization of it uh, for sure. Uh, but what we are looking at is the first image of what will become the Blue Run Spirits Distillery in Georgetown, Kentucky. Now, as uh, Clifton said at the top of the stream, is this a Mario Kart track or is this a bourbon distillery? And I, I, I love it. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, I love this design. Uh, I, I, Bill brings up a good point flows like water i think that that's something that we're <laughs> i stand by that question and donnie says yes to both uh and as emily said earlier Por qué no los dos? why can't we have both uh but I, I i do understand the like architectural integrity of this i understand what they're kind of going for uh with the the overall structure just just trying to create not only this this image and this kind of visage of of water that is basically the the lifeblood of bourbon in general um hey general armageddon's here welcome back to the channel uh i hope i hope you've been well uh i don't know what else to say um let me go through the chat, see what you guys are kind of saying about it as well. Uh, Don, well. Don says, I haven't had any whiskey today either, but it's only 2, 2 p.m. Could be worse. Oh, Scott, I'm sorry to hear that. I got food poisoning. Uh, Bag of Donuts says you're twitching over on Twitch. That is true. Go watch the show on Twitch if you would prefer to do that. Darren's back had technical difficulties. Thanks for coming back. Uh, and Scott brings up a good point. It looks like an Amazon slash Google slash Apple headquarters. This was actually designed by the architect, architect, excuse me, who designed the Google headquarters uh, and the Lego brand museum, as you can actually let me make sure that it's in uh, up on the screen, uh, actually highlighted for you right there in the article. Um, so I think I think it's very intentional um that it's it's supposed to be <laughs> okay hold on jason jason see <laughs> jason from the mash and drum hold on just a second i'm going to stop sharing so i can show you what I, what he sent me, he said, this is my version of uh, the new distillery, which, as you can see, has the Blue Run butterfly on it. And my camera's not focusing super well. If I can move my hand one way. Yeah, that's, uh, that's phenomenal. Uh, Jason, thank you for sending that to me. Uh, back to... Sorry about that. Back to 
There we go. Uh, so anyway, yes. The, the overall structure of it for me does kind of give this this indication of of the lifeblood of bourbon not just being water but also having this impact of being like <clears throat> the the non-linear path or the uh, the not straight and narrow path that bourbon follows and has followed to be created and i think it's also emblematic of the journey that somebody like Jim Rutledge has taken, who is the master distiller there, and that he's he's had all of these kind of twists and turns, and things haven't been uh, exactly straight and narrow for him getting through uh, his his journey. Uh, Tony Baravide says, "Doesn't scream bourbon to me. Not my vibe, but I can see people enjoying it." Uh, is that roof copper? Donnie asked. I believe so. That's what it looks like. Um, also, Tony Baravides, I'm sorry, I wasn't just skipping over your comment. What happened to my shoulder? Um, I wanna ta- I'll, I'll talk about why why I do agree that I think people will enjoy it. Um, Clifton says, I like to picture the roof as a river of bourbon. I love that. Uh, Bill says, I don't think I'm a fan. It feels too modern, if that makes sense. And Tony Baravides totally agrees. Uh, I think it's cool, and it reminds me of four visors. Like four... (laughs) It does kind of look like four visors. Uh, Hello again, Whiskey Friends. Hello, Jeffrey Wack. It is good to see you, buddy. Uh, What what Don means is like those... Like visors that, I mean, my mom would wear. (laughs) I guess. Uh, but I I like that descriptor. I think that's really funny. Um, I wonder if we can... Can we just zoom in a little bit? There we go. So kind of breaking it down, you can see uh, the grain tanks outside. Looks like at least eight or nine fermentation tanks inside. Uh, love the little amphitheater. I think that's going to be just a super, super cool addition to, uh, reminds you of a Python from show me the proof. Hello. Show me the proof. It does kind of look like a, like a Python kind of screams art museum. I can see that too. Uh, and maybe that's why I, I like it. Uh, I was an art student and I spent a lot of time going to museums and if they it's a nice shot of georgetown what a beautiful little city um but if more art museums had actually kind of been built like this uh especially around here i i think it would have been really cool uh <laughs> all right general general armageddon you're killing me smalls <laughs> anybody try larceny bourbon it's pretty good for mid-shelf booze uh, definitely not in direct of response to something that was said on the podcast this week. Uh, it screams Blue Run. Wish it had a bit more, mis- more nostalgia to it, but Blue Run is all about the modern experience. Actually, I don't mean to de-highlight that. I wanted to keep that up. I completely agree with you, Jason. I want to point to something 
um, on on the design that I'm not entirely sure. I mean, from this angle, it kind of looks like a wine rack that you would find out in um, California at a vineyard. Um, but that that being said, uh, I think that there is plenty of room for them to still display more nostalgic items uh, that help kind of connect them to their roots uh, and connect them to what allowed uh, um, Jim Rutledge, I almost said Jeff Bridges, uh, what allowed Jim Rutledge to get to this point and and create his own brand as well. Uh, and I I think that it's, uh, it, it, it makes it, I think that there are a lot of little aspects of this design that work within the brand of Blue Run. And I can understand the standpoint of it not being something that people enjoy that much because it is so inherently modern. I totally understand that. But bourbon now is modern. Bourbon is being modernized as well. And I think that, you know, I'm not saying that we have to only accept a modernization of bourbon to keep up with the times. I do think that it is important that while we hold on to the things that have made bourbon so important to us for so long, we also need to embrace the future of it as well. Um, that's my kind of thesis statement on it. Uh, Donnie says, I'm very left-brained and cannot design anything non-orthogonal, uh, yet I find this design very pleasing. I do find it very pleasing. I find it very calming as well. Um, and from from a branding standpoint, Blue Run has always had this, th this feeling of very simple, not being overly over designed um, having a few elements that work for it to grab your attention and get you to invest in a bottle of their product and enjoy it and I think that's another thing if we're talking about brand identity uh, I think that's really important to Blue Run with a building like this I don't think and, and to, to kind of bounce off of your comment as well, Donnie. Um, I don't know if I would design something like this either um, from a graphic design standpoint, um, being a graphic designer, but you know, I don't know much at all about architecture. I can't even pretend to. But it, it wouldn't be my first, my, the first thing I would go for uh, personally. Um, Um, but anyway, just build a wine rack at an angle so you don't get cork rot. I think that's, I hope that's kind of what that is. Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. Mike Meyer is here. Cheers all. Cheers to you, buddy. Hope you're well. I've never had Blue Run. Couldn't pull the trigger on them totally understandable 
Uh, who wants to send me some Blue Run samples? <laughs> Thought it had something to do with bones. I love that. M, drop it in for a second. Quick, hi. Y'all feed Snuffy, mashy the buttons. Yes, please do indeed do that. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the logistics of the distillery as well. Uh, got some of the, f the fun part out of the way early, which I didn't intend to. Uh, Blue Run Spirits will break ground in 2023 at the Lanes Run Business Park for the 35,000 square foot distillery. Uh, it is a $51 million project that was announced in August of last year. Expected to create 45 full-time jobs. Uh, of course, that doesn't mean that it's not going to create part-time jobs within uh, the Commonwealth, but I think it's a good step in. It, it's definitely a good step in the right direction. We've made a lot of progress as well in Kentucky, uh, especially since COVID has kind of uh, the the impact of it has kind of started to soften in the past six to eight months. We've uh, we've seen the unemployment rate drop quite a bit in Kentucky as well. Uh, we just found out uh, this week that we're down to 3.9% unemployment, which is pretty good for, for our economy. Not upset about that. Uh, the BIARC Ingalls Group, based in Copenhagen and New York, created the design called Meander, which I think is really nice too, playing in with the sense of uh, wandering that does kind of get implemented with uh, the, the distillery. The company's release says the design is meant to evoke the journey of the limestone-rich water of the Royal Spring in Georgetown as it winds its way through the distilling, aging, and blending process to become the fine, uh, to becoming fine blue run bourbons and rye whiskeys. Uh, they're heading in developing, uh, giving everyone a glimpse at where we are heading in developing a welcoming, unexpected and modern facility with a true focus on sustainability. Something else I, that I think is very important to note uh, with this is that line right there, uh, a true focus on sustainability, something that we are seeing more and more of uh, becoming something important to bourbon drinkers, bourbon consumers, especially uh, as, as newer bourbon drinkers are uh, are coming about uh and our gen zers uh are more and more quickly crossing the uh the 21 year old threshold this list is stupid um okay i still haven't had a sip of whiskey <laughs> i've just been talking this entire time oh I like all of my architecture to be pleasing to the posture. Not a, not a bad thing at all. Um, so, things might get a little ranty at this point, but uh, I do think it is something that... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to get into this a bit because it's gotten weirder and weirder this week and, and over time it has as well. And I wanted to start here 
uh, with an article from Tasting Table. And this is their 11 best celebrity-owned bourbon brands ranked. Uh, this is as of January 8th, 2023. Uh, I don't want to get into all the SEO copy crap because I do not care. And it's probably all just nonsense that you already know anyway. So number 11, Virginia Black. Uh, this is Drake's uh, whiskey. Uh I've never tried it. Uh, I think it's Sazerac owned. It may even be Buffalo Trace made. I don't remember for sure. Uh, who cares? Drake sucks. Number 10, Bluestone Manor bourbon. Never heard of this bourbon before. Uh, although Dorinda Medley could be considered a C-list celebrity on this list. Might be the reason why. The Real Housewives of New York reality TV star rub shoulders with some heavyweight celebs. Bingo, bango. It's, it, she's a celebrity. She's a, a, a reality show star. Um, Scott, we're actually going to be talking about Steph Curry's bourbon uh, momentarily. And it's going to be 70% wheat. Goodness gracious. Oh, sorry. No. That's a terrible sentence. Bluestone Manor makes the grade as 70% of its wheat and malted barley mash are made up of corn with a 90-proof alcohol content after... What does that sentence even mean? Bluestone Manor makes the grade as 70% of its wheat and malted barley mash are made up of corn. Can somebody explain what that sentence means to me? I don't know. Wolf Moon Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I don't know if I've heard of this brand before. Uh, country music superstars Jason Aldean and Florida Georgia Line first collaborated on tour in 2014 and have now extended that relationship into the bourbon business. Tyler Hubbard and Brian Kelly lent their prior experience launching the Florida Georgia Line's whiskey venture into the Wolf Moon Bourbon brand. Terrific. Pace needs to stick to music. I totally agree, Donnie. Is that from the 130 proof bottle and bond guys? I guess so. Or it might I think it might be Scott actually. Didn't Florida Georgia line break up? Did they? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. If they did, uh I didn't like their music much anyway. So uh, so what, what do we have so far? We have one reality TV star and two musicians. So bully brown sugar bourbon. This is Jamie Foxx's brand. Uh, it's flavored with brown sugar. Ooh, I kind of, uh, jumped a little too early on that. But number seven is American highway reserve. Proofreading is fundamental. You're not wrong, Darren. Uh, did I say this is Brad Paisley's? I think it is. This bourbon has a $100 price tag. Woof! That gets you a bourbon that consists of four different distillations of Kentucky bourbon aged anywhere from four to 15 years. That's not eight, but it better be a lot of that 15 year to have a $100 price point. I'm just going to say. Uh, Brothers Bond Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is the guys from uh, Vampire Diaries. I almost said True Blood, and I knew that wasn't right. So, uh... Got to see these guys, Ian Summerhalder and uh, Paul Wesley, 
uh, talk about this brand at Bourbon and Beyond last year. Very interesting, uh, but it's fine. Um, it is getting way overhyped because of the fact that it is these two guys, uh, and they they have they have such a recognizable following uh, and such a strong following that I think people are uh, willing to give it a pass. So, I don't know. Uh, brown sugar bourbon is more like a liqueur. That makes sense. It makes sense. The Paisley's decent. There you go. Bob Ritter, uh, the Rolling Stone lyric. I can't remember the tune. But everybody say what up, Bob Ritter. I'd want to try Bodega Cat 95.5 MGP juice. That sounds awesome. Oh, yeah, sorry, Donnie. I totally forgot about the update on the Papa Ritter house. Unless you're driving, aren't all the seats in a Greyhound bus technically back seats? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Brothers Bond is pretty good. Um, just, you know, 40, 40 to $60 bottle of Copper Pot and Column Stilled 80 Proof 4 Grain Bourbon. Uh, you can kind of get the gist. It's not going to blow anybody's socks off if they've been in the bourbon game uh, for a while. Five Digits Bourbon from Scotty Pippen. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, weird, a, a weird label, a weird brand. Um, but I would definitely try it. I'm, I'm curious about that one. That's kind of been on my, uh, on my radar for a while. Uh, bu -bu -bu. the American highway is basically Bardstown bourbon company fusion aged in a semi. <laughs> Interesting. If it's not 80 proof or above, I don't touch it. It's like diet booze, except it has more calories, so it makes no sense. Thank you, General Armageddon. Uh, Pippin, it's trash. There we go. All right, what was that, number four? Five. They put five digits bourbon at number five. Of course they did. Number four, Sweeten's Cove bourbon. Tennessee's pretty good. The rest of it's just kind of whatever. Uh, I don't mean to be that over the top about it. I, I really don't truly feel that badly or that strongly about it even. Uh, it just gets it gets hyped up a lot. Um, number three, Bradshaw Bourbon. I have heard great things about Bradshaw Bourbon. I'm willing to give this one a pass. Uh, I don't have any problem with that sitting that high on the list. Number two, Wild Turkey Long Branch which isn't even affiliated with Matthew McConaughey anymore. Uh, McConaughey's association with the brand ended as of December 31st, 2022. Uh, so I don't even know if we can still consider this uh, celebrity whiskey. I guess we can, but, you know. Uh, isn't this technically, this is my Bourbon Weekend 3? Yeah, yes.
Yes. It is. You're over all these brands. Sorry, not sorry. We will get to more of that in a second here, Tony. And Popperator says the house update is it's going very, very, very slow. That is true. Uh, have you had much from Rocktown Distillery? Uh, Miss Lennox Cat, the Bourbon Wrench, and Pirate Fredder and I went there last Saturday. Some good stuff, including a single malt. I have not. I would uh, love to try some of that. Uh, Bradshaw was Terrapier? I don't know. I don't remember. Genuinely do not remember. Uh, but I can go back and look, I suppose. Does not say. Doesn't say. Anyway. Uh, sorry, Donnie. Eden makes that same. Was that in reference to the fart noise? Because she does. She'll rip one. And number one, Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey from old Bob Dylan. Uh, and I believe they are moving their production to Kentucky uh, soon as well. So, uh, not really had any Heaven's Door, but apparently it's won more than 30, oops, won more than 35 awards. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, now, I, I want to get into basically like the, the more ranting part of this and, and and the reason is like I I don't have any problem with new brands but there's two of these that just it was like the thing that sent me over the edge a little bit. Now, I love Nicolas Cage. I think he is so interesting being the actor that he is in embracing his his weirdness and just giving himself the chance to do whatever he wants to. And, you know, in some way, you know, starting his own bourbon brand might feel like he's he's going against the grain and like he's doing something unexpected and truth be told let me see i feel like i'm not no that's too that's too small there we go i feel like you couldn't see me i don't know um we'll talk let's talk let's talk about the copy for this nick is a whiskey and bourbon man and is branching out into that stuff he has great taste, so this will be good stuff. Uh, celebrity alcohol brands and whiskey in particular are all the rage at the moment. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, we don't even talk about Metallica. Yeah, Blacken blows so much of that out of the water. Uh, Cage is a no fan of booze. In fact, a film uh, leaving Las Vegas. Uh, director Mike Figgis has said Cage got into character by getting drunk, and he wanted to do the entire film drunk. Uh, and he's previously discussed a past of uh, substance abuse. It, 
do you really want a guy who's... Ugh, I don't mean to judge. But it just feels like somebody didn't stop and say, maybe we should really think about this, Nick. Maybe we should really, really stop and think about this. Um, so there's there's that aspect of it. And then Scott kind of uh, blackened his whiskey and not bourbon. True. Uh, oh, Stacy's here. Hello, Stacy. Oh, right. There you are. Cheers, everyone. Uh, Scott said, I had the David Ortiz baseball hat finished one. Tasted like turpentine. That sounds horrible. Uh, Tater Dom. Hello, Tater Dom. Uh, but yes. Blackened is whiskey and not bourbon. They have a bourbon, though. To be frank, it's pretty cool and definitely not anything really architecture-wise you would see in Kentucky. Thanks, Steven. <laughs> I still have some of whiskey, Willie, whiskey, Willie Nelson's old whiskey river. It was duty. Uh, anyway. Rob Report says Steph Curry's making his own bourbon. Uh, Scott said earlier that it was coming from uh, Boone County. <clears throat> Kentucky mash bill is a pretty standard high rye formula of 75% corn, 21% rye and 4% malted barley. And the whiskey was aged for a minimum of five years and bottled at 85 proof. Cool. Fine. Uh, more overpriced, overhyped five-year-old whiskey from a celebrity. And here's okay. Here's the, this is, where things really start to get under my skin and where I really, really, really have to take a step back and go, it's probably not as bad as you think it is. And the thing is, it probably isn't because there is so much bourbon that is being made right now. And there's so much bourbon that people have access to. And I, I understand that by saying things like, it's taken away from bourbon that otherwise would be put to good use. I don't think is entirely accurate because I mean, some of this stuff was made specifically for these celebrities. Some of this stuff, uh, was excess stock that distilleries had. And some of it is just plain garbage. Some of it is. But it goes back to something that I said a while ago. Uh, that basically the gist of it is, is just that this could be what bursts the bourbon bubble. This could be what sets us on the wrong path to things. He's making up his own bourbon. <laughs> Steph Curry is making up his own bourbon? That's good, Donnie. I like that. Um, 
but the the point of it all is just you know the market is already overcrowded and oversaturated and we're already seeing people not know where to go what bottles to get and consumers just having trouble jumping into the brand as a whole and i get it i totally understand i see these these people who don't know where to start and i i'm I'm not saying that we have the benefit of you know being seasoned veterans or anything i think that's a, a load of horse crap to call ourselves that um but i do think that we at the very least have the ability to say we we know where you should go we know the direction that you should kind of look in um but but here we are here we are um we're just seeing stock being spread thin we're seeing people getting tired of it just like tony says uh this is all leading to burnout it absolutely is uh we are going to see a a burnout sooner rather rather than later uh darren says i agree this seems like the beginning of the bubble bursting um it absolutely it absolutely does it absolutely feels like this is when things are going to take a turn for the worse. Uh, worse, excuse me. When Steph releases his Ellie and it comes in a basketball-shaped bottle, the shark has been jumped. We've already got a basketball-shaped bottle out there. I'm pretty sure we do. Maybe it's baseball-shaped. I don't, I don't know. There's a football-shaped one, too. Apparently, it's not good whiskey. Who cares? Don't spend your money on it. I don't know a lot of... Uh, I. I don't think a lot of them have even tried the whiskey. They just showed up for the photo shoot. I think I think Peyton Manning was kind of in that same boat. I think that he had no idea what was going in to Sweeten's Cove. Or maybe he did. Maybe he did, and that explains why I don't like it very much. Uh, maybe I just don't have the same uh, palette that he does. But what, whatever. Anyway. Um... Scott says this will kill off craft. I don't know if that's exactly what we're going to see happening. Um, Peyton has Marianne do the blend. I disagree with the market being oversaturated. Uh, look at how many different wine and beer brands there are. I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's, I'm not trying to say like it's, it's, saturated in comparison to i'm saying you know based on the way that the market has been historically it is saturated i I mean yeah there are so many more wine and beer brands that are that are out there than bourbon brands but i i truly do think that as far as things go right now uh we we are quite saturated uh is this a reaction to too much stock no, I don't think so. I think that this started just with tequila brands, uh, and we started seeing people get dollar signs in their eyes, jumping at opportunities that they really didn't need to. Um, but uh, Peyton has Marianne do the blend. There we go. Cooperstown Distilling makes the sports-shaped bottles, football, baseball, etc. There we go. 
Going back to the beginning, Blue Run High Rye Bourbon, 111 proof, pretty dang good. $100 good. I don't know. I don't know the age. Uh, I think it's like four or five years old. I agree. I don't think it's worth that much money. It's really good bourbon, though. It is really good bourbon. Uh, but anyway. Uh, even though Brothers Bond isn't the best bourbon, I feel like they at least care a bit about what they are putting out there. Shauna, I think that brings up a really, really good point that if it would be one thing if we had the... <coughs> Excuse me. That helped. Um, it would be one thing if we had these celebrities actively being a part of the brand and the marketing and trying to find ways to support the business that they have started and the jobs that they have created. But it's another thing entirely to just say, I want a bourbon. Give me a bourbon. And then just do nothing else to show for it. I think that's a waste of time. I think that's, you know, that's just a cash grab. But anyway, I don't disagree with you, Shauna. Um, I do think that it, it, it deserves to be celebrated for that. Um, but regardless, Ooh, Peerless has a high rye bourbon. I thought they were already high rye. Oh, Bono just bought into a distillery. Ugh. Give me bourbon. Great engagement tonight, folks. Yes. Thank you all so much for engaging in the chat being present talking about everything uh not just with me but with each other uh as well it goes a long way uh especially to show folks that uh we know what's up numbers matter showing up matters and i appreciate you guys for showing up and being here with me tonight uh and now we're going to take a completely uh left hard left turn into not bourbon and doing monkey shoulder blended malt scotch whiskey batch 27 now this is something that swan has said you thought bono was dead what general armageddon no um <laughs> no i uh, but anyway this is something that for a long time swan has said uh, that he considers to be the best way to get into bourbon, uh, or excuse me, into scotch from a, a bourbon drinker's perspective. Uh, and I I don't know if I disagree with that. Um, it's... Uh, why, why is this not logged in for me? And now for something completely different. Sonny Bono is dead. Yeah, Sonny Bono is the is no longer with us. After a skiing accident, is that what it was? 
Uh, I apologize. I missed who was before Tony here. Uh, Blue Run Bag of Donuts says, I want a bourbon. Give me a bourbon. Give me a bourbon. Uh, Mint for cocktails go, uh, according to the brand. Fair enough. Swan was drunk when he said that, like Ricky Bobby's dad. Fair enough. Has anyone had the Yellowstone American Single Malt? Not yet, but I would like to. Uh, and Scott, to answer your question from earlier, too, do you think NDPs will disappear? No, I don't. I think they will still. Uh, I think they will still stick around. Um, Papa Ritter's headed out. I think I'll say goodnight and cheers and love to you all. Love you, Dad. He became one with the forest. Is it too? Is it too soon? I don't know. Um. Anyway, yes, I missed whoever. It looked like an anonymous. Yeah, it was an anonymous uh, snuffy chat. I'm I'm not getting the uh, notification on my phone as to who it was for some reason. Uh. PayPal's been weird recently. What do you mean set up my account? Oh, it was Darren. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> I think the list of NDPs will shrink. Yes, I agree. Now, Donnie says, I respectfully disagree. Monkey sc uh, shoulder almost made me avoid scotch. Luckily, I kept trying until I found the ones I love. Uh, now I, I like this and okay, let me say something about this bottle too. <laughs> I did not steal this bottle. And the reason that I have to clarify that is because there's, there's still the security tag on it and both me and the cashier failed to realize that it was on there when I was leaving the store. Uh, and I just... I didn't steal this bottle. <laughs> but it just... <laughs> and it didn't hit me until like... <laughs> You guys sucked. I'm sus. Uh, and Tony's just calling me guilty. Um, but it didn't hit me until like a couple days after I got it. And I was like, what's this weird necklace thing? And then I thought back and I remembered, oh, when I was trying to leave the, the store, I... I kept hearing this, the, the, the alarm kept going off and the cashier and I both kind of looked at each other. We're like, I don't know. <laughs> like I paid for it. <laughs> like we both had the same. <laughs> we had the same reaction. Like not my fault. Must be just a faulty system. And then I walked away. <laughs> it was really good. It was really funny. Um, but this has not been all me. I, uh, this was also at a party. Um, that we went to, it's I, I, the bottle's been open for a little while. I mean, six-ish months, uh, months. Uh, batch twenty-seven, maybe longer than that. Uh, Eighty-six proof. 
No, the sensor did go. Huh. A Dremel will take that off? Fair enough. That is what someone who uh, stole the bottle would say. You're right. Uh, it was Kroger, but yeah, Total Wine's fine as well. I got the special tool for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have this ankle bracelet on because I did anything. It just somehow was still there when I left the store. Anyway, all right. Uh, it looks like we're going to go into a little bit of extra innings just so I can get through this review. But uh, thank you guys so much for sticking around tonight. I know that other people are going live as well uh, here in a few minutes. So if you want to head over there, please feel free to. I don't mean to go overtime. Uh, but that's, that's how it goes some, some weeks. And this is just one of those weeks, my friends. That's not a great nose. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's not it's not an overly like offensive nose, but it's just so like It's so it's so damp smelling. Like wet clothes. I don't know why my car is all blue, officer. Maybe it's from them lights that's coming off of your car. <laughs> Yeah, it smells like like moldy clothes, uh, with a hint of banana. <laughs> it smells like wet monkey. Oh boy! Oh no! Don't worry about overtime. We just multitask. There we go. Yeah, uh, moldy clothes and banana. So if, they, if there's it, it bodes well for the rest of this experience. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> the back end. It tastes like the worst barley forward and I mean it is you know I guess it's blended malt so I got multiple types of barley but just like a really barley forward light beer with no balance or crispness to it it's just a it's just kind of a sludge which is a weird note to give but but, but it doesn't have any real like definition or character to it that makes it feel like I want to spend time with it or or make it, I I wouldn't want to get into scotch having had this. Swan use wrong. Monkey shoulder has all the malty notes I don't like. Mine has been open since about 2018 or 2019. I should try it again. You should try it again. I wonder what batch it is. Let's compare. Swan was pulling my leg. He definitely was. Um okay. Scotch people. Is this what Sugar Kitty put in the chat? Is this one pronounced with a W or a V? 
I can't remember. I've heard it both ways. And I'm not just saying that because it's a reference to one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, if you get it. What up? Uh, but I, it is a V. So Balveni. So what's the one that's spelled similar? Is it Dalweni? That has a V, but it's pronounced like a V? Anyway, Sugar Kitty said Balveni is more uh, malty and more malty. Can Envy even more and Glenn Fitty don't help it either. Interesting. Okay, so Dalweni is the one that has a V. But it has a W. What am I thinking of then? What's the brand that's got a V that's pronounced like a like a W? Or is it the bat the other way around? Also Dal Bunahaven Buna Bunahaven? The B H is a V? So I was so, I was way off. I wasn't even on the same. I don't even know if I was on the same continent or the same, uh, whatever area of Scotland. Bunahaven. Crazy. Dal. Okay, now Darren's saying Dalveni. But is that is that different from Dalwini? Dalwini? You know, like I gotta ugh. spread that out. Um, this is like a seven out of ten. I don't know, or seven out of twenty. I don't know. It's fine. Go watch uh, Roy's videos on how to pronounce Scotch distilleries. I do need to do that. I do need to do that. Um, I've had. I've, I've always heard that that video is really good. Um. Hey, Lil's here. All the way from Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Lil, everybody's going to find this out tonight before listen to Sugar Kitty. I will listen to Sugar Kitty. Bunahaven is just, that just blows my mind, man. Golly. Uh, anyway. What was I saying? Um, oh, yeah. So we, tomorrow, this is a big preview for next week's episode. Nobody's heard about this yet. We are going to be picking our barrel for This Is My Bourbon Weekend 2023 tomorrow and recording it for the podcast. And it's a bourbon brand that was founded by Australians. If that blows your mind, what does Ladoig do? <laughs> what Ladoig do? <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've said all night. That was good. <laughs> Uh, no, it is not Starward. It's an actual bourbon brand here in, uh, Kentucky. Mm. 
Why did I drink that again? Ugh. Icky. That's pronounced Lechick? Or Lechick? Tell Scotland to learn how to speak American. Fair enough. How does that... How is that pronounced Lechick? Or Lechick? Lechick? Oh, Darren, uh, you, you straight up just don't know what I'm talking about. That's totally fine. Uh, you'll find out next Wednesday. Or maybe Patreon's going to know before then. I don't know. Lech, lechig, lech egg. Legic. Why does the G got to be pronounced like a CK? How does that make any sense? Language is beautiful, man. <laughs> I mean, it truly is. Like, I could sit here and be like, you're stupid. I don't understand why I pronounce that way. But, like, it's awesome. That's so, that's so cool. I wish that I had the, the, the bandwidth to create a language. And not just, like... Not just be, be, you know, out of a sense of like, oh, I want to have a special code that I I use with my friends or family or whatever. You know, like little kids do. Um, but, like, kind of more in the way of, of Tolkien. Because, I mean, the guy friggin' created a language before he wrote the books. Before Lord of the Rings was even written. He had... Whatever the language is. I can't even remember the name of the language. Um, but the, the language that the elves speak. Uh, he had that before putting pen to paper. Which is fascinating to me. Uh, and my, my brain just doesn't work that way. I Hey, Mark Immenecker's here. Dude, good to have you in the chat, my friend. It's more than <laughs> Donnie. Donnie just said it's elvish. You're A. When you's right, you's right. Like the language in Fifth Element, I don't know this for a fact, but Mila Jovovich had to have improvised that whole thing. Uh, yeah, kinda? Kinda, yeah. I mean, like, just something that I could create and put meaning to. Um... Elvish Presley. <laughs> Comment of the night. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for that. That's phenomenal. Uh, Scott's headed to lay down. Night, buddy. Hope you start feeling better. Do I speak Wookiee? Uh, barely. But I also have not had enough to drink to trust myself with even doing a remotely good impression. I have I I've had really bad anxiety this week. Uh and and part of it is bad performance anxiety, which sucks because hey, if you're going to be in Louisville, if you're in Louisville, I'm going to be back at O'Shea's uh tomorrow night 
and Saturday night. Uh, I'm not going to be playing my own music. I'm going to be sitting in with the band. Uh, but I'm I'm playing guitar for the whole of those two nights, which will be the most of the most playing guitar that I will have done in many years, uh, many moons. Uh, but anyway, what was I talking about? <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, performance anxiety. That's what it was. Um, yeah, like, I mean, everybody has those things where they're like, oh, if I have a couple of drinks, then I can do it more. That'd be funnier. Like, not even be funnier. But just, like, I just can't. I can't do it right this second. Also, my allergies are just insane. Um... Yeah, my, my anxiety's been so weird this week. Uh, no, I don't want to... 9 out of 10 drinkers of Everclear speak Wookiee, but not of their own free will. Fair enough. Um, I don't mean to harp on it, but, you know, I ta I've talked about my mental health in the past. So, at the very least, I figured it's somewhat accepted. So, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But... Um, yeah, just just a weird anxiety week. But I felt better today. Uh, I needed a couple of good days in a row. And I got them, which which has been nice. So uh, I'm going to pour something before we get out of here because uh, I've only had one glass of bourbon and half a glass of a real bad scotch. <laughs> so, America. Um, Patrick, I know you're not in the chat, but if you just so happen to be in the chat, um, I, uh, I, I know that you have kind of held on to some bottles of Knob Creek, uh, that are special to you and your mama. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, there are more of these at the liquor barn nearby so if you need me to go and grab some uh for you let me know and we will take care of that uh but this is a this is a pick from 2020 and liquor barn still has some I, the one by me at the very least which is nuts it's just crazy man um i did find one from liquor barn the other day as well which was 10 and a half years old. Almost 11. I mean, over 10 and a half years old. But Oh, yes. Oh, did I see Lil's leaving? Uh, get, getting off? She's leaving. She's getting off the train. Bye, Lil. Hope you will. Hope you've had a good Friday. And that Saturday is good for you, too. Mm. It's like a complete 180 from monkey shoulder. Speaking of bottles, do you still have our Rifmas? It is still, it is still with Brian and Tammy. But they do have it. And I still need to get... I, Patrick... If you are by chance still watching or listening, 
Uh, I am so sorry I haven't gotten your box out to you yet. Um, I will do it. I'm very, very sorry. I owe you, like, just a free bottle. Honestly. Um, but anyway. Is that it? Been going for over an hour? I'll check with Tammy. Good call. Do we, should we do anything? What do you want? Do you guys have any questions or anything? Who's not on the Discord yet? I mean, you gotta be on the Patreon to get on the Discord, but... Uh... Evan Favacci's on the, the Discord. What's up, buddy? Hope you're well. It says hello. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm also leaving Mark Emenecker's Elvish Presley joke up on screen because it's the, it just, how could I not? Um, I know you're owed samples too, Bill. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm trying, I'm trying. Get it going in and coming out. No, I am. I am sorry. Genuinely. <gasps> oh man, when are the drawings? I uh, I will do those next week. Promise, I will do the drawings next week. I almost did them this week, and I didn't have enough time to get them together. I have a little bit more time next week. The drawings will be done live on air next Thursday. Cross my heart. Get lock, lock the key, throw it away. I don't freaking know. Just going to raid my stash. What makes you think y'all are coming to my house in May? I'm trying to get this house ready to sell. No, we'll take we'll take care of the drawings next week. Good question though. Uh Darren, they are for the <laughs> splash giveaway and for the January review giveaway. <laughs> Admiral Bass Ackward showed up. Can you pick me up from the port of Lexington? Yeah, homie, just just let me know when and where. Uh, and if you know Patrick, too, by chance, I said earlier that there's more of these uh, Knob Creek bottles available. Uh, and if you, if you could, by chance, pass the message on to him, uh, if he needs any, I know that there are more that are present. Yeah, sorry, Darren. That's um that's what I meant. But also a good question. And I guess Admiral Bass Ackward's question was pretty good too. Who's Patrick? Yes, Patrick Starr. Patrick Starr key component to the conversation that we're having right now I suppose start key in on some of the things that I, I might be talking about or alluding to here Evan Favacci what stores do I need to hit in Lexington oh 
it stores DNA data in Lexington. I'll tell you what. <laughs> What's that? Some dumb Hulk Hogan. But, um, tell you what. For those who are joining us on this is my uh, bourbon weekend uh, 2023, I will provide a hunting list for people. Maybe we'll make it into a competition as well uh, at some spots around Lexington that I recommend uh, that you go to. Because there are some great spots. I'm not going to bikini bottom anytime soon. You may just want to grab that guy a bottle. He may just want it. He he may just want it, Admiral Bass Ackward. Total wine and go see Chad, my daily bourbon. He's the best. Uh that is gonna be Oh, I don't wanna that's not my That's not my news to share. I'll let Chad tell when the time comes. Um Anything else to talk about? <laughs> I, was, I got these these samples of the the Jack Ten and Twelve have been staring at me. I haven't had them since we reviewed them, but oops. nope. You know what? I am not going to put the bourbon on the laptop. Fun fact for those of you who have been around for about a year: uh, it's been just over a year. Since I spilled bourbon on my last computer and had to go to the store the next day and get a new one. So. <laughs> Will it at Eric's? Yes. Blend them. Bill, we did a blend of them uh, on the episode that we reviewed them on. It was towards the end. So, anyway. All right. We're running out of steam. Folks are headed out. Uh Bourbon noob Patrick finally showed up. What's going on? I just got a message from some weird Navy guy calling me a starfish. Hey, man. He's got he's got the information. You may just want to ask him about it. Or maybe um, General Armageddon. I don't know if he's still here or not. But anyway. Uh, thanks for swinging by, Pat. Uh, and thank you all so much for hanging out with me tonight. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed the new format that I'm kind of uh, leaning towards with the lives. I think it gets everybody a little bit more engaged, a little bit more involved, and it kind of just feels like another episode of the podcast that you're kind of watching getting recorded live. Uh, but also just an opportunity to chat more. So next week, I don't know, since this is going to kind of be a news thing now, uh, I'm busy drinking with Brandy in California. I'm not sure what is going on. It's all good. Uh, got to run work calls. Well, we got to run here too. Uh, but we will see you guys back here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Right back here on YouTube. Thank you all so much again for watching, listening, whatever the heck you've been doing. Just supporting the show. It matters a whole heck of a lot. Go show your love on uh, socials, support the show on Patreon, all that good stuff. See you guys next week. Until then, I'm Perry, and this is Tim Bipa.